0: welcome to a new episode of the solo female traveler and today I am very excited and rather nervous to be interviewing Sahara Rose because she's an amazing woman and I'm going to read her bio here like her intro that I got from her website and like I added a few things from my own but just so you know my reading English is I still know 100% so if I make mistakes if I make mistakes uh, just for Just ignore them, okay, and just focus on the message. So Sahara <laughs> Rose educates, empower, inspire, and help ambitious women travelers from around the world bring to life their own meaningful travel-focused businesses that align their travel expertise with the impact that they make on the life of others. She's a certified transformational coach, a published author, a speaker, and she has been seen in various media outlets like Thrive Global, Forbes, and Business Insider. She has traveled around more than 80 countries, and she's also the founder of the Travel Coach Network to bring together travel-loving women from around the world who are travel coaches or travel business owners to connect. Sahara, thank you so much for being here. I'm like really, really excited.
1: Uh, I'm so excited to be here and chat with you. This is going to be so much fun.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. So, um, I don't know. Like, um, I, I would like to know a little bit a lot about your story. Like, how did you get into traveling? Um, and then, yeah, and then we can go into the topic we we picked for today.
1: Yeah. So we actually, you and I have something in common. Ah, uh, you you're in Chicago, living there. I used to live in Chicago. So I actually grew up as an only child to a single mom, and I i never really thought that traveling would be within reach for myself because we never really had very much money we didn't go on average vacations and just like many people whenever i would see someone go on a vacation i thought oh you must be super wealthy to do that or it's going to cost so much money um you know or who am i ever going to travel with i by myself or All those different thoughts that are pretty common for a lot of people so it wasn't until my third year of university when i moved to chicago i enrolled in a uh, hospitality and tourism program and that's where i really started learning about the travel industry and i remember in one of my uh, first day of my international tourism class we went around the room and introduced ourselves and everyone said "Well, how many countries they'd been to and there were so many foreign exchange students in the course in that class and as well as people who were older than I was so and then of course there was my professor so everyone had all these different numbers they were been to 10 15 20 30 40 countries and to me I was like oh my gosh that's incredible before that um I had only been to Mexico when I was younger because my grandma is from there. And I barely remember those road trips. Um, and then I'd been to Canada when I was younger because my grandpa is from there, but I don't remember those at all. And then one family vacation I remember to Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, but it was a very enclosed resort. We were very isolated, didn't really get to experience too much culture or anything. Plus I was pretty young still. So hearing about other people's travels – made me so excited and something just clicked in me that, um, and the more I learned about the world that I wanted to go and see what was out there. And I, but of course I was a broke college student, like many college students. Yeah. And I was living in Chicago. My rent was like a thousand dollars a month. And I, I had no money for myself other than what I was paying on bills. And I was like, how am I ever going to pay for this? to travel what like what is this how do people do this but I had such a feeling that I wanted to make this life happen for myself that I started changing how I was making money and how I was managing my money and what I spent my money on and how many jobs I had and I ended up working like five jobs while I was still Mm -hmm. in school and I was doing anything that was flexible, whether it was online work to whatever it might be, that I could save money, make money and save money. Um, I limited how much I was spending and what I was spending it on and just all these just restructured my budgeting. And before I knew it, i had saved money. And that was about a year and a half to two years. Graduated university and I had a good chunk of money in my savings account. And i um, when I graduated my degree in hospitality and tourism management, I, I I, could have easily worked for any job that told me, oh, you, you get paid to travel. So, of course, there's society, family, everyone telling you, oh, climb the corporate ladder, do what you're supposed to do. You know, uh, now that you graduated, figure out what you want to do with your life. And at 22, who knows at 22 what they want to do with your yeah. life? You've been told what to do your whole life by institutions and by family and by society. I didn't know who I was or what I wanted, but I did know that there was a whole world for me to explore. And I, so I had the means to do that. I moved out of Chicago, moved my stuff away to my mom's place. So I didn't have rent to pay and just packed a bag. And I set off and I knew that, you know, I didn't have anyone to go with me. And if I wanted to make this happen, I'd have to make it happen for myself. And I, of course there were different fears and stuff we can chat about, but I looked past all those and overcame them. And fast forward over a decade, I traveled over 84 countries and created a career out of it.
0: <laughs> wow, no, that that's amazing. And what were what, what some of those fears that you, that you had before
1: you yeah. started Well, of course, there's like the budgeting fears. Like, am yeah. I going to be able to afford this? Am I going to run out of money? How much is this going to cost me? Because I had never had any knowledge or experience in booking trips or finding great deals or anything like that. Um, and then of course there was the thoughts of, am I going to be safe? I'm by myself. I'm in another country. I only spoke Spanish, which I, it's not, you know, that, which is super helpful in many places, but not speaks Spanish. Um, but because I hadn't been anywhere yet, I wasn't sure how I could communicate with people. Are there going to be English speakers? Um, and when I started traveling, this was before technology, social media, um, all the resources and tools that we have now and ways that connect. So I was traveling with a flip phone that didn't even turn on. I had a paper map in my hand. I, there was no such thing as like pre-booking stuff. Like I was <laughs> wa- walking around, like knocking on hostel doors. Do you have room for me? It's in the rain. No, we don't. Okay. Where can I stay? So I learned so many lessons. The first like Five years of traveling that I wouldn't have changed now because it shaped who I was as a traveler yeah. and my skill set and my strength but it definitely is a much different from those who start traveling now just the amount of resources and tools that we have which are really um readily available and make things so much easier um definitely. but safety is just a, it was a huge thing yeah. um and but living in Chicago, you know, anything can happen at any time. So I, and I worked late hours in restaurants, so I became accustomed to being aware of my surroundings and um, being very careful with my belongings, um, being very mindful of what I had on me. Um, So luckily, knock on wood, in like the 10 years I was traveling and how many countries, um, I had been safe and nothing happened. I never even lost anything or forgot anything. Um, never had any, any of the bad stories I heard others have. Um, but obviously anything can happen, but it's just also how you approach things, how you handle things and stuff like that.
0: Awesome. Okay. Okay. And what, like advice for specifically for this fear who you who you uh give to women that are like okay i want to travel but um it's like i don't know uh, i don't know if i'm gonna feel safe i don't know if something's gonna happen um Mm -hmm. and of course now we have other things to worry about but like is there like um any specific tip or trick or like way process thought that you will uh recommend to have
1: yeah, absolutely, especially for women who want to travel solo. So I, I speak to a lot of women who are like, I've always thought about doing that, but I never really had the courage to do it. I never really had, I don't know, I'm so fearful, and those fears are holding me back from actually doing that. Yeah. Um, so, of course, it's one thing to get out of your comfort zone. That's what life is about, what aven- adventure is about. Um, but it's also shaping that comfort zone in a way that is, still approachable. And what I mean by that is, okay, maybe uh, be around more people. You don't always have to be alone. A lot of times people think if you're traveling solo, you're going to be lonely. And this world's filled with people, amazing people everywhere that I've met such incredible humans. And um, But I've always traveled solo. So it's be around people, maybe stay in a budget accommodation, or a hostel, or someplace where there's a community, there's people to uh, talk with, uh, be open-minded, and chat to the person sitting next to you on the plane, or transportation, Um, and there's all these, like, little things that get you out of your comfort zone, but still shape that memory, shape that experience for yourself, that little over time, these walls come down, these fears start to go away, that you're like, okay, like, I did this, I'll be okay next time, or I learned a lesson from this, like I should have not had a fancy, um, I always say like, don't take anything flashy or fancy to a lot of countries, You, yeah. I always, honestly, like when I travel, I am dirty half the time, so I'm on the beach, I have salt on me, from the water, the air, like that's my type of travel, so I don't bring many things that are super nice. If something got lost, if something got stolen, not the end of the world if it's belonging like clothing or something so i always say like just as long as you have your essentials on you your passport your money your credit cards your phone whatever access to communication you have um any maybe major documents that you might have whether it's a visa to enter somewhere whatever it is that is essential to you that's what i always keep with me at all times i never locked it anywhere um I never, I have um, a sports bag, the string sports bags. And I think I've gone through maybe just two my whole uh, travel career, but um, they are pretty durable. Just the Adidas sports bag. And I had that, those were my valuables all the time. My camera, my iPad, whatever it is I had. This is before iPhone. So I was taking an actual like little Nokia camera or something like that, which has horrible photos now uh, for my first couple of years traveling. So like those kind of valuables were always on me that I would be super bummed or stuck if they were taken. So other than that, like just live in the moment, appreciate where you are and put like material things to the side because that's what travel really brings to you are those experiences and, yeah. and that kind of richness to your life.
0: No, you're
1: safer too.
0: No, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah. Um, it's so funny about the bag. Like <laughs> I always like have the same, like I, have had like one since I started traveling and I usually like always have them on me and then, mm-hmm. um, I sleep with them and. Yeah, me too. See, yeah, I
1: always had it like on my bed. It, I, well, you, you're a judge of character. Like be in a room, yeah. you feel super comfortable. People are very like-minded. I'm not going to be like holding in my sleep. Um, but there's many times I just slept, In airports. So I would just take my money pouch out and put it underneath me. But the drawstring bag made it easy for me to like obviously attach to my body. It had a way that it closed, closed easily so people couldn't like put their hand in it. So I was in a busy market because I really like going to local markets. um, And there were many people around or busy touristy area, wherever it is, I can easily put on the front of you. So you're always aware of what your valuables are, where they are. Um, So that always made it super, easy uh for me.
0: That's great that you're explaining all these because like when it comes to me it's like like sometimes women ask me like oh like how do you do it and like like I didn't just care or anything. I'm like and I also something I don't know what is your thought about this but like so also something I recommend is that just having positive thoughts in the sense that if you believe that something happened so, something bad is gonna happen probably probably will because that's what you're yeah. attracting with your mind.
1: Yeah, I can definitely understand that. Um, a lot of traveling and safety goes along with listening to your gut, and mm-hmm. and I say that because there's been many times where I had to ask someone for help, or and I didn't know people obviously, but I had to just listen to my gut and feel out the situation. If and not ask for help, I was in like dire need, but like a direction to go in. What do you know which way this road is, or um, whatever it might be. I was trying to find something or um, how can I get a taxi in this town or something? And people have been so kind. I've always experienced such nice people who have mm-hmm. helped me and times that I really needed help. And I call them my travel angels. Um, but it was came from a sense of being open-minded and knowing that people, there's a lot of good humans in this world. I mean, if you don't think that, you probably shouldn't travel anyways, if that's where your mindset's at. Um, and people are willing to help. You're different but there's so much compassion out there um and so a lot of times I go to a lot of countries that were are either developing or third world countries or underdeveloped countries and places where a lot of times especially women travelers are like oh I'm not gonna go there it's not safe but they're some of the most kindest people most generous people um and who are just so willing to help you if you need it. They can speak very little English, but they'll find a way to make sure you're okay. So just having, like you said, that mindset, that open mind to believing that, you know, we as people are are good, but still listening to your gut and still feeling out the environment, the situation. As a woman, especially, we have an intuition about ourselves Mm -hmm. uh, within. So I had always listened to that. If I didn't feel safe in... A city that I arrived in and it was just too much for me, then I'd be like, okay, maybe if it's late, I'm staying one night and I'm gonna leave tomorrow. Um, or if I just didn't feel like okay in a room I was staying in, then I'm gonna make sure that room gets changed. So just don't giving in because your safety is the most important traveling, um, but still feeling like things are gonna be okay. I'm going to live in this moment, appreciate this, and just trust my gut.
0: Awesome that was great <laughs> um and what about um i don't know if you experienced this before just you, your first trip but what about having that fear of being alone
1: mm-hmm. yeah i mean um i wrote a post recently on my facebook and instagram about my very first time that i traveled so it was to ireland that was the first country i've been to um and uh when i started my whole journey I wasn't necessarily alone because I stayed with a family um, that someone back at home knew of. I didn't know who they were. So I was staying at their home. So I wasn't alone. But I remember laying in bed that night and just crying to myself, being like, when I leave them, when I go to, I was hopping on a ferry to go to France, I'm going to be alone. Like, eh, am I going to be okay? How am I going to do this? What am I going to do? And You know, I just (laughs) cried it out and just went on and just pulled up my big old panties and just said, I'm already here. I'm going to do this. This has been my dream. I worked so hard for it and just, you know, coped in that moment, coped with it and figured out like, what is it do I need right now? Is it a phone call home? Is it a journaling session? Is it, you know, just a crying session? What is it do I need to get for tomorrow to come and me to be okay to continue on this journey? because we all have these highs and lows traveling. There's going to be Mm -hmm. days where you're like, I want to go home, I'm homesick, or I don't feel very well, especially if you're sick. You know, everyone Mm -hmm. goes home or you feel lonely, but I never felt alone because, well, one, like I said, I'm an only child, I'm used to being alone, but two, because there was always so many people around me. It was just my choice of whether I wanted to talk to people. And I think that's a lot, that's a huge thing with people who travel solo. You're never going to be alone unless you choose to be alone literally physically socially you won't ever be alone unless you choose to be alone you can talk to the person sitting next to you you can talk to the you can go into a restaurant and sit down and say and talk to the waiter whatever it is you don't have to be alone um but finding what those moments look like for you obviously I really appreciate being alone traveling a lot but then I also really enjoy the people that I meet the connections I make the friends that I have now all around the world, so it's really finding your own balance for yourself,
0: and that's the beauty. I mean, yeah, as you said, it's like you're alone only if you choose to, um, yeah,
1: absolutely. And I know a lot of times, um, a lot of women, especially women, are like, Well, I'm not going to, like, I would never travel alone, I don't want to be alone, and sometimes it just takes one time of trying. To get out of your comfort zone or stepping out of that box to prove to yourself. And that's what a lot of travel was to me, especially the preparation to travel, like budgeting, working and stuff was to prove to myself that I could do it, that I could last one more day traveling, that I could last to the end of what I was potentially going for. And if I didn't, that was okay. I had gone, I had cut chips uh, off early and came home and then just, figured out my life, figured out what I needed next, and then on to my next adventure. But it's all a balance of finding what works for you, and what you envision for your own self and your own life.
0: Okay, everyone have a vision of what you want of your future travels. Okay. Now that you mentioned it, I think it will be important to go a little into that. Um, about the budgeting part because also like the money part is a big fear for women before traveling because it's like oh mm-hmm. I don't know like the, everyone thinks is every spent is very expensive or like as you said at the beginning that like, you need to be wealthy to travel. Yeah. What, what is your your take on that? Yeah. Well, obviously, I don't believe that to be true at all.
1: <laughs> I've traveled over eighty countries. I never ran out of money. I never went broke. So, and I'm not. You know, I was never filthy rich as a college student or my early days traveling um and no one ever gave me money to travel nothing it was all on my own so therefore it's doable and honestly like it's so cliche to say but if I can do it you can do it um especially nowadays there's so many like I said resources and tools websites uh, blogs everything that gives so many tips and tricks to it um after a while I got really good like I mentioned I had never had experience of booking a trip by myself or finding a good deal and all those little things. But over time I got better. It becomes a skill that you have. And that's why a lot of budget travelers or backpackers, it's like, we don't, they don't realize how, what skill they have that others want to know about. Um, That's why we either blog about it. We talk, share stories about it. We tell people tips. um, But we often fail to identify just how capable we are Mm -hmm. and how, we master a skill that so many people really desire. Um, So just finding, um, and like I said, it takes time, it takes practice, but finding your favorite website. My favorite website had always been Skyscanner, and Momondo is another one, uh, Cheapo Air is another one, and then of course, regionally, like AirAsia and Asia, um, there's so many different ones depending on the region. But finding those um, website of yours, that's, that's your favorite, or a couple of them. Flying out of hub airports, too, saves a lot of money, meaning like like right now I'm in Milwaukee. You're in Chicago. I Even when I left Chicago, I would go, drive back to Chicago or, or take a bus there because it was always cheaper to get a flight out of O'Hare than it would be if I flew out of Milwaukee because O'Hare is an international hub airport. So finding things like that, taking advantage of layovers extending maybe or I have had quite a few layovers that were like a day or day and a half which was like a full day not just nighttime so I got to like see um, a city that way um so just really finding these little ways that you can I use the couch surf a lot just staying with friends (laughs) um I'd reach out to or I put on when social media came about like Facebook um that or like not came about, it was, it was there in college too, but like more about traveling and stuff. I see, someone would see that I was heading towards a certain destination. They're like, oh, like I, my friend lives there, my parents live there, or wherever it might be. If you need a place to stay or questions to be answered, um, so not being afraid of doing that. um And budget accommodation. Hostels are amazing. It's such a scary term sometimes that people yeah. run from. But um, there's some really incredible, they're just budget accommodations yeah. um, that, can, that are amazing. I've stayed in like little castles. i stayed in a mansion on a mountainside, like for 10 bucks a night. Like, and yeah. it's not that you have to stay in like a massive room of 40 people. So it's, it's finding your own comfort zone within that. Staying with six girls in a room, staying in whatever it looks like, getting a private room for yourself. Everywhere around the world, the budget is so different um and then also being mindful where you travel to I spent a lot of time in Asia quite uh cheap over there um but then if you're gonna spend time in Europe you're gonna have to have a little bit more of a higher budget um what region of Europe so just really getting used to um these different regions of the world and you can kind of budget out for yourself how much do I think I'm going to spend or am I going to need? um and what is it that I need to have an experience that i want so does it look like i'm staying in nicer hotels does it look like i'm going to be taking local transportation stuff like this factors into how to budget create a budget for yourself
0: um i'm just so blown away by yeah. your, your answers that i'm like oh, okay
1: <laughs> i put a lot of them in my book i have a book uh hey you just go it's on amazon so i share all of these all of my travel tips and tricks and advice and mindset in this book. Um, So it's more than just a budget travel book. It is um, a mindset, it's an empowerment book. Um, So I published that last year, which is super exciting. It stemmed from one of my most popular blogs that I had kept and realized how many people really enjoyed it. So I turned it into a book.
0: That's awesome. Okay, I I will put a link to to the book and, and make a post about it. Okay, I, I think that I have, I, I feel that I, I, now that you're here, I got to ask you this. What do you think are some of the major mindset shifts that uh, women can face when solo traveling?
1: Yeah, um, some of those mindset shifts would be things like that you're capable, that you're sh- that you're strong, um, and finding, like, honestly, like, when I started traveling, <clears throat> one of the reasons I started traveling is I had always struggled really bad with anxiety and then bouts of depression so I was then able to I used travel as a way to cope which may sound kind of odd for someone who has anxiety but um being able to spend time in nature and be around meet new people and then have time to myself so all these different uh elements of my adventures um really helped with my anxiety so finding out what do you need as a human what are you struggling with what where does this craving for travel come from where uh, and then using that information that realization that self-realization to say okay now now that I recognize this about myself what kind of experiences do I need to have to be able to have the outcomes that I'm looking for or changes or transformations or results that I'm looking for. Um, And that's what really inspired me to become a travel coach because I knew that travel was so healing and so powerful further than what was really talked about, which is, Oh, it's so fun. Or you can, lay on a beach or you can, um, you know, go on this cruise and meet and party. So travel is so much more than that. And I wasn't hearing enough messaging of the power of travel, which is what inspired me. Like I said, to become a travel coach and then to share all of that because it, it is. And when we think about it, when we sit by ourselves and we say, okay, why did I want to go on that trip? Or why am I craving to get away? We all have an answer. We just fail to recognize that. Um, it everything from you know i've had i've heard so many different stories from why people travel ranging from like a divorce a breakup a death in the family um a loss of a loved one a loss of a pet um you know finding themselves which is some of the things that i was going through uh finding my passions in life there's so many different reasons why we travel more than just to click that book the ticket and go on a vacation. And that's something that I really love talking about, because it's those mindset shifts of how can I identify why I really want to travel, so that I can have the best and most effective experience out of it, that is going to make me a better person, my life better, me happier, and give me the clarity that I need on whether it's my life, my family, my relationships, my career path, or whatnot.
0: Wow, that's awesome. I can can see the value of that 100%. Then as I like came to my, my older reasons, like all my big trips, they came after like major changes, like my yeah. divorce was like losing someone. And I wasn't, I didn't realize that I was just trying to get away from that situation. Yeah. And I kind of like find myself again, I didn't realize that until I started working on my self development, like, right. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. But. And that's what I really encourage people to do on your before your travels during your travels and after your travels is Take that time to self-analyze and self-assess what it is that is at the root of this wanderlust of yours, and therefore you can make anything of it that you want, and you can really sculpt these experiences and have this life and lifestyle of freedom or whatever it is you're seeking uh, from from
0: travel. Please, everyone, do that. Listen to Sahara. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I get asked these like... Um, you know like we're in the middle of a pandemic right now so why do you think that people that have that necessity to travel or that now like okay i'm ready like i've been inside of my apartment for five months so i'm ready to go out and travel like what would you recommend for them to do now yeah
1: yeah so yeah like you said there i mean we're still going through um you know the pandemic and and whatnot, and there's still a lot of uncertainties of the availability to travel when that's going to happen. But with that said, that I believe so wholeheartedly in the future and positivity in travel and how, but it's going to be different. It's going to shift. Yeah. But that's where I'm talking about finding a purpose, more meaningful travel um, is where I envision and see the travel going. And a lot of travel experts that I talk to and throughout my business. Um, we all share a very common thing it's going to be that shift and a big shift towards wellness well-being um and mindset but with that said things that people can do now is really just getting outdoors or exploring your city I, i talked to one of my um coaches in my travel coach program today who lives in alaska and she just booked an airbnb just two hours away in alaska but it was a nice little getaway for her it's a change of scenery um, you know, it's still safe and, you know, the safety regulations we have to have, it's still in our comfort zone of being safe. Um, but it's still a change being able to take maybe a road trip with your family, going outdoors to a national park, or just taking this time to really explore places you hadn't had the time or, um, you know, the availability to go and do before. Uh, we have such amazing cities and that we often fail to really explore themselves Um, spending time with your loved ones figuring out you know what is it that I need most during this how can I um, help my mindset during this is it spending time alone like I said or is it spending with your your spouse in a more meaningful way because COVID gave us an opportunity to really take a step back from our busy lifestyles where we're always too busy to sit to do anything or too busy to go anywhere or too busy for our spouse or too busy to spend enough time with our kids and now utilizing this time to be outdoors and absorb nature and taking in the effects and the benefits of it, whether it's going for a walk at the lake or at a beach uh, locally or in the woods and, you know, breathing in the fresh air. So it's little things like this can really help us cope and get through this and keep our wanderlust alive. Plus also connecting and growing this uh, community of being with other travel loving Women or men, or whatever it is that you focus in maybe you 're a mom who usually travels with her kids. Talk to other moms who travel. get that excitement back going. Talk about you know your plans for after this. Um, where do you want to go or what does your budgeting look like and that 's something I spent a lot of time doing during this um, isolation, which inspired me. I held um, a women thrive through travel master Find event a month and a half ago, which brought together 130 women from around the world, virtually a free event, plus 300 afterwards asked for the replay from around the world. Um, Just brought on some of my travel coaches, brought in some of people in my community and just talked about travel, talked about well-being. I had someone on there talking about travel hacking and someone talking on there about mindset and empowerment. So it was a really fun. So doing things like that, that really keeps that wanderlust alive.
0: Traveling with intention, Exploring your city or the places you didn't have time before like reconnecting with your loved ones building a community or joining a community those are great activities to do and definitely who who had thought like uh before it's like yeah i don't have time for this and too busy and then like our idea of traveling was like oh maybe going far away and staying for 14 days yeah Um, wow sahara that's that's amazing i mean i'm i'm so I feel so honored that you oh, are course. here in the podcast and like everything you have done, all the places you have been, the vision you have, and you're you're bringing it to, into reality. And then also like like how humble you are, like that, that's oh. also one of the. Um, thank you, no, uh, but that's also like what I'm like amazed by that as well. I don't have any more questions for you, but I don't know if I don't know if you would like to add any closing thought. Uh, yeah, I,
1: I mean us women in travel just love helping one one another and just inspiring each other. So anyone feel free to reach out to me. Um, I know you're going to post some of the, my contact or my link or my Facebook or something um, or visit me on the travel coach com. Any questions at all? Um, I'm happy to answer to help you start maybe thinking about your travel planning or give you inspiration on what to use with your previous travel experiences and what, path to go in with that as a career whatever it might be I'm here to inspire and help and motivate everyone in it I'm just really appreciative to be on your podcast and to you know just connect with some of the listeners and hear some of your favorite parts about this episode
0: okay well Sahara thank you so much
1: absolutely thank you so much for having me